Welcome to Brain Hacks for Wellbeing Session 7. My name is Karel Herrera, founder of Brain Strong Initiative and CEO of Train Station. I'm a brain geek using neuro-linguistic programming, positive psychology, and applied neuroscience. With decades of research, study, and training, we help people to have emotional and mental resilience in various organizations and communities all over the world. Welcome to the Brain Strong podcast on Brain Hacks for Well-Being. Today, let's focus on engagement. Have you ever experienced being in the zone? Being in the flow that there seems to be timelessness in what you're doing. It's that thing you do that you enjoy so much. It may not be easy, but challenging enough that there is that sense of time going by so fast. What are those things? According to Dr. Martin Seligman, people who are engaged, engagement meaning being with one with music, time stopping, and the loss of self-consciousness during an absorbity activity are happier they have better well-being. When we are engaged in things that we love doing, we lose track of time. When I was going through grief after losing my father, I would go through bouts of crying every time I remember him. There were times when I felt absolutely devastated and I can't move. I just wanted to lay in bed and cry. But there were things that needed to be done. There was the funeral, the visitors during the wake, the many times I had to recount what happened and making sure there was food, there were drinks, there were arrangements that had to be done as we are grieving. I think those are the saving graces we had though. I lost track of time because of all the things that had to be done. I was preoccupied. Well, I was distracted. The busyness helped me with the grief. Then, when everything was done, when I just had to be by myself with no guests, nothing to do, the depression would suddenly hit and I end up crying again. A week after, life continued to happen. I mean, there were clients, there were talks, there were meetings. Sometimes I wondered, the world doesn't really care. I, and of course my family, are the only ones experiencing this excruciating pain, losing our father. But, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I tried to jump in where I have left off when it came to work. I mean, that's the reality of it, right? I had a talk within the week and as frail as my emotions were, when I did my talk, I was in the zone again, as if it's muscle memory. Something I love that I've been doing for years and the minute I was on stage, there was no grief, no depression, no pain. In the middle of my talk, though, It wasn't just a distraction because I was able to share my vulnerability and talked about how my dad just passed away. And that has been a great resource because people saw and wondered how, for the past hour of speaking, I had that energy and that passion to inspire, even if I was going through something. And they didn't even know that I was going through something until I told them. There would be tears in the audience as they empathize with the pain and still warrioring through. It even became a tool to motivate others. In one of the meetings, a client asked if I was ready to do a talk. And I said, my dad wouldn't want me to lay in my bedroom and make the world stop. He would want me to keep on. And that's what I did. I have had the best talks after that and I guess it was because I was on fire. Instead of just having that as a distraction, I used it to honor him. 
making him proud that I am his daughter, that he's watching me somehow, wherever he was. And other than that, it was being able to immerse myself in the things that I truly enjoyed and loved. It didn't just distract me or suppress my pain, but it gave me an avenue to channel how I felt and made myself more productive, helping others along the way as well. Eventually, I found my groove again. The sadness became less. The crying happens every once in a while, and I honor it. I honor them as moments when I remember my dad and I give myself time to do so. Then when I am done, I find my flow again. I don't use engagement as a distraction as I've mentioned. I utilize it to make my days count more. If I think about death, then I wanted my days to be more meaningful and that allowed me to find well-being despite grief. Now, there were many things that helped me with grief, of course. Engagement was one of them, though. Although meaning and relationships played a major part in my recovery. Being able to find a better meaning in this grief and having a good support system while you're grieving is very important. Now in the groove of my new normal, I make sure that I continue to engage in the things I love. It makes me fulfilled each day. Out of the many things I have tried to do that I dread or hate, but I have to do as part of the adulting process, I make sure that my day has an activity of something I love. Reading and learning, writing something, or talking to someone, those things make me come alive. Find an activity you love and incorporate that each day so you can find that flow. Now, what are your strengths? What are you really good at? Is it filling out a balance sheet, creating a PowerPoint, editing a video, coaching someone? Know what you are good at and do it at least once a day. Ask people around, what am I good at? Be able to devote that time for engagement so that every day you feel fulfilled. There are days when the day is not enough. This happens when I write or when I create a program for a talk. When I start typing, I would realize that the hours have gone by so fast. I forget to eat, I forget to drink water, and I just type away my thoughts. Most of my talks are also for three hours, and because of the activities, the discussions, and the engagement, the participants and I don't notice that three hours have already passed, and everyone says, that was quick. To you, it might be cooking, gardening, online gaming, whatever it is, there is something you can do that you enjoy. Find your strengths. Find the things that give you joy. Experiment now so that you can find out, does this give me joy? There is an actual test that you can take at AuthenticHappiness.org created by Dr. Martin Seligman for you to find out your strengths. You could also take a Gallup Strengths Finder to discover what your strengths are. There are many tests out there and it's all about self-discovery. I found out that in my character strengths, I am very strong when it comes to humor and creativity. And that is highly utilized. Even as we were grieving, we would find moments and memories of what we would laugh about, uh, memories about my dad that we found funny. So those are things that you could do. We created things as well for him. We started creating videos to remember him by. And that is an output of my creativity and humor. At work, I utilize creativity and humor a lot as I laugh with the audience, crack a joke. I try to think of newer ways and better ways to deliver a program. So that is 
my engagement because I can see my strengths in action. Because if you utilize your strengths in whatever it is that you do, you would find more joy in it. Now, my experiment for you is for you to play your favorite song. Play it, okay? Listen to it. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Just listen. Sit and listen to the words, the instruments. Notice your feelings while you're doing so. How your feelings rise. How they get sad. How you get emotional. Notice that. Be engaged. Enjoy this fully. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and look for Train Station. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram, and look for Karel Herrera. You can also go on YouTube and Kumu, and follow me and my husband on our channel. Look for RR and Karel Herrera. We hope to have you here once again on Brain Strong.